Welcome to the Warrior Woman Podcast for authentic, autonomous, birthy women of faith. I'm your host and newbie to podcasting, Julie Nitz. My main focus is around the birth cycle, but in no way is any of this medical advice. Birth is not a medical event. It's a sacred journey. Come to your own conclusions, make your own choices, and own them. Hey everyone, it has been so long since my last podcast. I have a lot of reasons and excuses, but I have been feeling lately like I am ready to jump back in and get on some cool subjects to share with you. And um, tonight, I was inspired to come straight home and do this one about new, um, sorry, not new, first moon parties. Um, A week and a half ago, or maybe it's two weeks now, in the mail, myself and my daughter, who is 11, got an invitation from a friend who is having her first moon party, um, one of Annalise's friends. And if you don't know what a first moon party is, It's super exciting and definitely not mainstream uh, where you throw a party or celebration, ceremony, uh, whatever you want to call it, to acknowledge a young girl's first menarche, right? Her very first menstrual cycle. And there's lots of different ways to do it. Um, but I was super excited because I actually thought I would be the first mom within my circles to do something as crazy as this. And again, crazy, I mean, haha, because, you know, most other people would think it was weird or strange or never heard of it. Um, but I was really excited to get the invitation and to see what this mom had in store for her daughter. Um, so the invitation was really sweet. It had a moon on it, um, inviting me and my daughter to come and celebrate her daughter's first moon that she had gotten. Um, moon, another word for monthly period. So, um, you hear that interchangeably, menstrual cycle, um, moon cycle, bleeding time, um, And so the invitation was to bring a word of encouragement or scripture verses, that there would be a time of prayer and some snacks um, with an opportunity to also bring gifts. And some of the suggestions were uh, reusable menstrual cloth, um, period panties, chocolate, teas, anything that would support the young girl in um, this time of having her menstrual cycle. So again, like I said, for the 10th time. I was super excited about it. And again, so jealous that I I didn't get to be the first one to do this within my circles. Um, So that was tonight. And it was just as special as I thought it would be. Um, This mom really thought things through and was very intentional about what she wanted to do. Her daughter is 11 also, I believe. She might be 12, but I think she's... um, 11. Anyways, um, and so she was there, and some of her friends were there, and then there were 
uh, the friend's moms, and then there were just some grandma, two of her grandmothers were there, and some um, other mom friends with, who didn't have daughters um, this, this girl's age um, were, uh, were, you know, were younger um, than, than she was, that also came just to share in the experience, to share their wisdom, to uh, surround her with love and support during this time. So there was fun food and decorations, and uh, she was adorned with a beautiful flower crown that her mom had made for her, um, so that we, we all just gathered around her, and we sang some beautiful hymns while she played the piano, which was really sweet, and then um, her mom shared a long devotional that was just beautiful, encouraging her in her womanhood and to... Um, she used the the verses in First Peter about letting the uh, adornment not be that of outward adornment of braiding of the hair and jewelry and things like that. That the most important thing is to be adorned on the inside, and some other scriptures that were really lovely and it was a special moment. And then the rest of us had the opportunity to go around and share wisdom um, that we had prayed about or thought about um, to give to her from scripture or just from uh, personal experience. So I, I really loved that time. I shared the scriptures from Ecclesiastes about how there is a time and a season for everything of, under heaven um, and how we are fearfully and wonderfully made from Psalm 139, I believe it is. And that we can glorify God in our bodies. First Corinthians, um, I forget the reference, but um, and how that God has um, given us this these seasons within our bodies, and just one of them being menstruation or, or our monthly period, um, and that He gives us instructions in Leviticus about what to do during that time, and that that time is a time of separation. And it's not about punishment or sin or dirtiness, but that it's a special time to um, step away from the mundane, the normal um, activities of everyday life. Um, women and, and young girls tend to be more emotional during this time, more open to influence, um, t more tired. Um, and so... God has given us this permission to separate ourselves from, from the normal, regular routines of life, to rest, um, to seek Him, to follow Him, use that time to um, spend in prayer and not to overexert yourself. And when we listen to the, the seasons of our bodies, um, that we are more able to glorify God, that we, just because we can hide away our blood through um, tampons and disposable pads and not have to even look at it or think about it for the most part, that we can just push on with life as if um, it's no big deal. And most of you know that I am uh, what I what is usually called a Christian feminist, and I believe that men and women are uh, fearfully and wonderfully made, that we are made differently, but that we um, both share honor and glory. We were made in God's image and that we are equal in that way. 
And so, um, but equal doesn't mean that we are men and that there's no difference. And so I think that there, the feminist movement has brought a lot of negatives, um, hiding away the true um, feminine power that God has given us and, and abilities and ways that we can be women and um, hiding away our periods and, and going on with life as if we don't have them, as if we don't cycle through um, different stages and phases throughout the month um, is not empowering in the least. It actually takes away from who God made us to be and um, actually causes us to break down mentally, uh, physically, spiritually when we don't pay attention to these things. Um, so I kind of shared that in a summed up type of way and encouraged her to take the time when she's bleeding to separate herself a little bit more, to spend quiet time away, perhaps talk to her mom about reducing her chores or um, trading them off with one of her siblings so that she's not expected of as, as much as usual and she can just hide away and seek um, at an eye during that time. Um, and the other moms had some lovely advice and encouragement. It was really special. I also got to take my other daughter, who's eight, um, to the party. And that was really neat to get to see um, her interact in that way. And for her to be brought up like this is normal and natural and um, not something to be ashamed of or hide away. So that, I, I just really love that opportunity that we had, and I look forward to um, my 11-year-old whenever it's time for hers to be surrounded by wise women, um, elders, and sisters um, to celebrate and to encourage her during that time. So that's the long and short of it. I just thought I would really like to pop on here and tell you that there are ways we can honor this time for our daughters as they are coming of age, of um, entering that maidenhood season of their lives. I'm actually um, hosting a retreat here at my house on Sunday, and we're going to be talking about the cyclical nature of women, how we cycle through um, seasons of our life, not just monthly, but monthly and yearly and throughout the entirety of our life, and that those cycles can be likened to the phases of the moon that waxes and wanes. Also, um, that the seasons of, of the year of the earth uh, wax and wane and cycle through. So we have um, spring, summer, autumn, and winter, and that we have those seasons within our bodies, and that God is a God of order and he created it this way and he gives us um, signs so that we can understand what seasons we're entering into and that there are different ways to be intentional about those seasons. Uh, we wouldn't expect flowers to bloom in the winter time, right? And so um, within our bodies, whenever we are in our winter time, which would be likened to the menstrual cycle or the menstruation time or bleeding time, we wouldn't expect flowers to be blossoming and growing and blooming. So that creative energy. And so we rest during that time. We, we honor that cycle instead of forcing ourselves to do things that we would do in the spring when we've got all this energy. 
Um, so that's kind of just a little tidbit in a um, teaser because I am actually going to make uh, some other short podcast recordings on each of the seasons that women cycle through um, from this uh, teaching that I do at my retreats. But I thought this would be a great introduction to that, sharing about this um, first moon party. And so uh, I'll try to drop some links and some suggestions for you in the show notes if you want to learn more about that and uh, a funny YouTube video about what not to do, what a first moon party is not, but it's super cute and funny um, for you to listen to. If you have any questions, send them in, but I look forward to sharing more with you. Good night. Hey, Julie here again. Just wanted to let you know that I would really appreciate leaving a review for me on iTunes or wherever it is you're listening to me from. And again, if you have any questions or comments you would like to leave me a voice message for that I can even play on a future podcast on the Anchor app, you can do that. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family on Facebook or Instagram, wherever you're connecting with others. And happy birthing, everyone.